This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down, end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Here we are, Raider Nation, 2 o'clock on the dot. Unnecessary roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920. Demond Cotton, your boy, Q. It's funny. Coming off the heels of the JT The Brick Show. Look up in the studio. Got the TV on here. Bobby was holding it down behind the wheels of steel. It's got South Park on. I love it. You always know when Bobby's in here when there's a cartoon (laughs) on the TV. But uh, shout out to my man, Bobby. Shout out to South Park. But shout out to you, Raider Nation, because we are getting closer and closer and closer to a game I'm very excited about. Sunday night at Allegiant Stadium, Raiders Chargers week 18. Uh, There's a lot of buzz going on, not only in the Las Vegas community, There's a lot of buzz going on, not only in Raider Nation, but there's just a lot of buzz going on around the NFL coming up with this game. There's been so many different people that have been talking about it, so many different outlets kind of taking different angles from this game. You know, it's it's I look at this game as one big giant tree and you can take so many different branches off this tree and you can spend if you want to one whole hour just talking about one single branch and that's that's the fun part of this is just really breaking it down and uh, like I said going at every single different angle uh, about this uh, this game coming up so uh, I don't know about you but the buzz has been big for me and I've been excited all week long and uh, the closer we get to the end of the week the closer we get to game time so of course it's going to be Sunday night football it's going to be prime time but man I think Raider Nation is going to be out and about early I think they're going to be out and about often, and uh, they're really going to enjoy their time. Anyone who makes it to Allegiant Stadium and also watching the event go down on TV is going to be a lot of fun as well. So uh, we're excited to be here with you. I saw a petition that was like, hey, let's petition to get like the, the Raiders to open up the tailgate <laughs> right, earlier. earlier. It's just like, oh, people are excited about this. Oh, yeah, as they should. I remember well, back when when the Raiders played the Ravens in uh, in the playoffs, and that was when Saragusa uh, had that big fall on Rich Gannon, and uh, that was never called. That penalty, man, if you if if, if Saragusa did what he did uh, to Rich Gannon, if that happened these days, man, guys would get thrown out the damn game now. I mean, that was just, that was criminal. But I remember going to that game, and I was doing radio in Stockton at the time, Stockton, California, and my mom and my boy Corey, we were all going to that game. My mom actually drove to the game. She got there before I did. I was doing overnights. She got there before I did, and literally people were still parked on 880, which is the highway. They were parked on the 880 on-ramp or off-ramp trying to get to the game before the gates opened. So uh, another uh, game where folks wanted the, the gates to be opened up a little bit early, but the anticipation level was so high. It was ridiculous. And I remember driving. As soon as I got off the air at 6 a.m., I drove to Hayward, picked up my boy Corey, and we made a beeline right to the game, met up with my mom, and, yeah, it was, it was wild. So you're telling me that you left at 6 a.m. to get there and your mom left before you? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So she was there early. You had to be. I mean, that line. That's before the sun's come up. you telling oh, me people no were doubt, there. No oh, no doubt. No, that's what I'm saying, Doc. This was a real deal thing, man. And, and that was that was a big time game. Now, the Raiders lost that game. And that's one of the few times in my life that I didn't fall through on a bet. Because my boy, Corey, uh, my best friend, my best man at my wedding, he uh, he's actually a Ravens fan. And so me and him were talking trash. But that's my boy. So, I mean, he, you know, he gets a pass. 
he, he, we were talking trash back and forth, and I had my Woodson jersey on, and he said, uh, he said, all right, the Ravens win that game. I, I want you to burn that Woodson jersey in the parking lot. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I ain't, I ain't worried. I ain't scared. You know, I'm talking all this noise, man. By the end of the game, Corey's like, so you're going to burn that jersey? And I looked at him like, man, if I could have told him what I was thinking, and I didn't because my, out of respect for my mom, because I wasn't going to use that kind of language around my mom. He just said, okay, it's cool. You, you can get a pass. I was like, yeah, exactly. Especially the way that that game shook out. And I'll tell you this, and I don't encourage this. Let me, let, me, let me put that out there first. I don't encourage this, but he was wearing a Ravens jersey that day, right? Man, it was uh, like through the second quarter of the game, he had took that jersey off because folks were throwing stuff at him. And I was like, dog, I can't even save you, man. Like, you're my boy, but I can't save you. I can't. Yeah, it sounds like you probably would have got jumped in the parking lot and people just gather around. I mean, because I'm burning his Woodson jersey. Oh, he, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. I was talking that noise because <laughs> I just won. I was just so confident that the Raiders were going to win. It didn't matter. But I definitely wasn't going to do that. But he sure did take off his, uh, his, uh, his Ravens jersey. And I'll tell you, I know you don't know Corey. And I know a lot of people that listen right now don't know him. Corey looks dead on Big Worm. That's who Corey looks like. He looks like Big Worm from Friday. So imagine Big Worm with no shirt on. That's he didn't have an undershirt. No, he's Big Worm, man. He he's not like me. I wear white tees under everything. You know, I got the the white tee and I got the A shirt. We call them A shirts now. You know, the little tank tops. I wear those all the time. But Big Worm, he he just he got his his shirt on and that's it. Yo, I don't know, man. I guess I, I'm not trying to get pelted by peanuts. But to just be out there shirtless the whole game? Oh, he was the whole game. But like, he, I guess he got the warmth, so he good. I mean, yeah, he was he's 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 a he's a he's a rather large fella. <laughs> but when you said that, you know, that the opening up the, the parking lot a little early is exactly what I thought of was that game. So uh hopefully this game on Sunday night does not have that same outcome that that game had. But I think the anticipation level, as far as I'm concerned, and Raider Nation, I'd love to hear from you. I think that anticipation level's gotta be at least that high. That was, man, that was, I, I just knew going in that game, the Raiders were going to roll over the Ravens and roll right to the Super Bowl. It was going to be a wrap. Like, I just knew. I was, I was sea walking all the way to the, to the Coliseum, and I don't sea walk. <laughs> but I had it in me that day, man. I was, yeah, I was doing something that I wouldn't even normally do. I was outside my own element. Coming up on the show today, got just two guests. A lot of times we'll have, you know, multiple guests, but we only got two today. And matter of fact, we saved them for the second hour of the show. Cody Benjamin, our good buddy from CBSSports.com, he'll join us to talk all things NFL. Of course, we'll talk about this Week 18 matchup. It's the best game of the week. It's the last game of the regular season. There's so much going on, but we'll talk about that. We'll have to talk about Antonio Brown and the latest with his shenanigans. And I don't even know how to how to word what's going on with Antonio Brown because you just know. I mean, if just if you experience and kind of watch what he did while the short time he was with the Raiders, nothing should surprise you by Antonio Brown at all. So we'll talk to Cody Benjamin, all things NFL, and get his thoughts on this upcoming game coming up on Mon- uh, Sunday night for, uh, for the Raiders and the Chargers at Allegiant Stadium. And then our regular Thursday guest, Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal, she'll join us as well. I'm sure her pops is excited about this opportunity for this game on Sunday night. I'm sure the Soto family will be in attendance, and we'll get Cassie's thoughts and her anticipation level. We asked her last week, hey, if the Raiders have an opportunity to play a win-or-get-in situation, what does she think Allegiant Stadium was going to be like? And she was... Pretty fired up then. Now it's a reality, and we're only a couple days away. I'm sure she'll really be pumped up and have a lot to say. So uh, we'll, we'll join Cassie Soto at 3.30 on the show. Uh, I have a, a, a topic that I want to throw out there to you real quick, and then I want to get into – then I'll get into the opening drive. I want to throw out this topic because, as I mentioned, this game has so many different elements that you can 
attack in this game. There's so many different branches of this game that you can go down. One of the main branches for me, as I'm looking back, and I've had multiple interviews I've done across the countries, and, and people have been asking me about this game, and everyone asked me about Derek Carr and what this game means to him. And I, you know, and I, the more I thought back, I kept thinking, this is an eight-year career. This is the most important game in his career. I mean, it's simple. This is the most important game in Derek Carr's career. And I know if you ask him, he'll say that every game is important. And all these last three games have all been the most important game. But this legitimately is the most important game of his career. When he got the Raiders into the playoffs in 2016, when he guided the Raiders to the playoffs in 2016, and they beat the Chargers, matter of fact, to solidify their spot, it wasn't the last game of the season. It wasn't a, hey, there's no next week. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the scenario that's going on this week. There is no next week if you don't get it done this week. That wasn't the case in 2016. So, if, and of course they got to go get it done on the field, if Derek Carr and the Raiders win this game and he leads them to victory, if we can all agree that he led them to victory, which I do believe they win, he does do that. I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. And I'll tell you right now, it's Thursday. I think that they're going to win the game. I have no problem coming out and telling you right now. I've had the gut feeling all week long, and I know it's not gas, that they're going to win the game. And I think Derek Carr is going to lead him. I'll just put it right out there right now. He has to. We're, I don't see a scenario, we've seen it all season, right. where he can just play a mediocre game and the team just wins without him. Right. Wins in spite of Derek Carr. I think he's going to be, obviously, a major factor in this game, and I do think the Raiders win the game. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to go out there and blow out the Chargers. They might do just like they did last week. Hang around, hang around, hang around, and win it at the end. And I have no problem with that. I don't care about style points. I care about dubs and L's. That's all I care about. So, if that does happen, and Derek Carr leads the Raiders into the postseason, a 10-win season and postseason, what will the narrative be about Derek Carr come Monday? That's what I want to hear from you. 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. Sam and Ash text line 69187. Keyword R&R. We're going to have all hour long to respond to that or talk about whatever else you want to talk about, Raider Nation. Again, wide open like some old school TV antennas, all hour. We'll get to our guests starting at hour number two. But right now, I want to tell you about something that's going to go on on Sunday that I'm very excited about. Let's get into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Now, I've been getting hit up all week long saying, Q, what do you think they're going to do? How do you think this? Uh, how do you think the Raiders are going to uh, attack Sunday? What kind of celebrations do you think they're going to have? Who do you think is going to light the Al Davis torch? Well, today we found out. And I'll tell you, if this game already didn't have enough excitement and energy around it, now it's really going to get hyped. And if you follow me on Twitter, at your boy Q254, or Raider Nation Radio 920 on Twitter at r 920 am you already have seen uh, the release that we received from the Raiders earlier today. They put out a PR piece uh, letting us know exactly what was going to go on and all the, the activities that were going to happen uh, in and around Allegiant Stadium on Sunday. And I'm so excited about this. First of all, the Madden Cruiser is going to be at Allegiant Stadium. And I have an opportunity, and I talked to DeMond about this before the show started. I'm going to have an opportunity tomorrow to go to the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center and actually tour the Madden Cruiser. So I'm going to get a up-close, a personal, I'll take some pictures, be able to tweet it out and everything. Just check out the Madden Cruiser. And some people probably say, so what, it's a bus. Yeah, but it's not really just a bus. It's the Madden Cruiser. It's a big deal. Even though you said that, like, even though I would, just a bus. Right. 
It ain't just a bus. Well, somebody will say that because they'll be like, ah, whatever, it's just a bus. You know, that's how it is. But it's not. It's the Madden Cruiser. And I'm excited about the opportunity to go check it out tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow morning. But the Madden Cruiser is going to be at Allegiant Stadium. So fans with tickets to the game will have a chance to view outside and tour inside of the Madden Cruiser. It'll be on display on the west side of Allegiant Stadium. It is the original Greyhound bus. It was donated to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2018. It's converted into the Madden Cruiser in 87. So think about that. That's going to be one feature that you're going to be able to be a part of come Sunday. Also, there's going to be showcases with Madden special moments in it. So ticketed fans will also be able to visit an interactive timeline display that showcases special moments in Madden's life, including his pre-pro football days, his Raiders coaching career, his time in the broadcast booth, his Pro Football Hall of Fame bust, and Madden video games, which will be available for viewing on the west side of Allegiant Stadium. So, okay, check this out. We're talking about the Madden Cruiser. You're going to get a chance to tour and check out, take some pictures. You're going to see display cases with Madden special moments. But you want to make it personal, Raider Nation? How about making it personal? This is where I think that the Raiders really hit it out the park. Raider Nation can sign a wall to honor John Madden. There's going to be wall structures set up around Allegiant Stadium where fans can leave their thoughts and memories of Coach Madden. Think about that for a minute. You're going to have an opportunity to sign and leave your thoughts and memories of Coach Madden on a wall, on wall structures. They're going to be found at the Modelo tailgate zone inside the southwest entry gate on the North Plaza platform located right inside the Ford North entry gate and the Madden Cruiser location on the west side of Allegiant Stadium. How cool is that? It's so cool. You get to be a part of history right there. I mean, how cool is that just to be able to, to do something like that and, and actually put pen to paper, put pen to wall, and know that, hey, this is, this is my message to Coach Madden or my thanks to Coach Madden. And, look, some folks will know him as Coach Madden. Some folks will know him as John Madden, the broadcaster. Others, including youngsters, and when I say youngsters, I'm talking – you know, 40, 35, 20. You know, I mean, whoever's played the video game will know him as Madden the video game guy. But you could be a part of that. I just think that that's so stinking cool. And that's not something that, you know, teams are going to do all the time. But that's how larger than life John Madden is. I think that's awesome. And, it's, and it makes it even extra special because you have to be at the game to be able to sign it. Right. Exactly. So it's just like that's a way to commemorate I was at that, I was at that Raider Charger game to get into the playoffs. Right. And then the cherry on top. The Madden family is going to light the Al Davis Memorial Torch. So everything that I've been talking about, the Madden Cruiser, you know, being able to check out the, uh, the displays, being able to sign the wall, leave your thoughts, the family is going to be there to witness that. You think that that's not going to be special? Now tell me. Tell me Raider Nation is not going to be lathered up by the time all that's already done. That's going to be one of those like, damn, game ain't even started. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm already tired. After that, it's time. By oh, Buffer? Right, exactly. Bruce Buffer does the it's time. Oh, people are. Don't get mad. Don't get mad, Raider Nation, when the first, like, third and long, maybe Raider Nation's not super fired up and loud. They're probably still trying to recover. <laughs> like one of those retired kid out, like, oh, man. Right, right. You know, you, you kind of hyperventilate. You go into something. You get a little too excited, and you, you kind of you got to take a step back and get your breath. That, that might be that moment. I just think that the Raiders have gone out of their way to make sure this is such a special moment, special environment, a way to honor a, a, an outstanding and game changer to the league, not just the team, but to the league and John Madden, and really just put it over the top. I, I, like I said, I think they hit it out the park. I really do.
Nobody does it better in that, like the way they're honoring John Madden. You have all the former alumni, like last week, even some this week, where they just speak about the Raider organization, and it is just like, hey, they take care of their own. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's. I think it's an outstanding job, and I don't know how the game's going to shake out. I've told you how I feel it's going to shake out, but we won't know until we actually see it, until we know. But I couldn't ask for a better environment. I couldn't ask for a, a, a better setup than what the Raiders are doing. The organization is doing it the right way. I believe Raider Nation is going to do it the right way. Now it's just up to the team to hit the field and also do it the right way. So I want to hear from you, Raider Nation. Now that I let you know about all the Madden festivities going on, I do want to hear from you. I threw out the question earlier, the topic, what will the narrative be? What will the story be behind Derek Carr if he leads to the Raiders to a 10th win and a playoff berth come Sunday night? 702-365-9200, the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R. Got a lot of feedback on the text line. We'll get to it in a minute, but uh, who we got up first, Damon? Allen in Vegas. Allen, right here in Vegas. Just kidding. You were on the line. Let me go to the Salmon Ash text line real quick. That was a bad setup for you, Damon. Uh, how about this one? If the Raiders beat the Chargers on Sunday, how would you feel if on Monday Mark Davis came out and announced that he was removing the interim title and promoting Versace to head coach of the Raiders for the playoffs and for the next season? If that's, if that's what he thinks is the right move to make and he's riding this momentum that, he, that the team has, then that's, then, then that, that's what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then that's, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Mark Davis is going to make the, the decision that he feels is right for his organization. And, I mean, you're on a four-game winning streak. You know, they say strike while the iron's hot. Uh, that would be called striking while the iron's hot. So, you know, I don't know. What direction is going to go? What, what the direction Mark Davis is going to go after the season? But like I said the other day, that's really a conversation for after the season. Uh, there's another text. The narrative will be, you can insert any name, be a legit contender with Derek Carr, and how much will it take to acquire Derek Carr? Okay, so with, I think what the text is saying is that there's going to all of a sudden be a lot of reports saying that so-and-so team is trying to acquire Derek Carr. Okay, well, I don't know it would have been the first narrative that I would have thought of, but okay. I mean, that's why I throw it out there. Now, I question, does this, if you think the Raiders are winning, you think that's, what, uh, that's what's going to lead the shows on Monday? If they talk about the Raiders winning and getting to the playoffs? It's now, not going to lead this show. Exactly. <laughs> it won't lead this show. Who wants them in the offseason? Right. They got a playoff game they got to think about this right. Sunday? But, but who wants their quarterback in the But maybe they're the talking season? about on the national scene. Maybe they're talking about from the big picture in the national because for some reason, a lot of folks just get hung up on everything that the national says. Like, if national says it's, it's gospel, I don't, I don't understand that. I actually... Um, had a guy t- telling me going back and forth on Twitter was talking about somebody was making fun of Rich Basaccia's name. And I was like, who are you talking about? We all respect the hell out of Rich Basaccia. What do you mean? Oh, it was a national guy. I was like, well, he ain't got nothing to do with us. That just shows their ignorance. Or then it's just like these guys, they got to cover like 32 teams and try right. to, they got to create some kind of content. Right. It's more entertainment than it is informative. Right. I agree. Raider at T, the fourth quarter comeback kid. Car and the Raiders just win, baby. Now, that's a narrative that I like to hear right there. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Because right now, and I, had, I did the crossover edition on my Locked On Raiders podcast for today, and David Drogemeyer, who hosts Locked On Chargers, he asked me, he said, how confident would you be if Derek Carr got the ball with two minutes left to go for a drive to win the game? And before he even finished, I was like, I'd be dead-ass confident. Yeah, if, if you give Derek Carr the ball with two minutes, the Raiders win. Start planning next week. I would prefer that. <laughs> I think everybody would. <laughs> you know? I would be okay with that, even if they're down three points. Cool. Make it happen. I, I, would be, I would be fine with that. All Day Raider A hit us up. 
69187, keyword r and is my brother right here. He said, man, I was at the Chargers versus Raiders game in 2013 that got pushed back from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. because of the A's playoff games, but the tailgate still opened at 10 a.m. Oh, my God. I've never been drunk twice at the same <laughs> tailgate with a party. <laughs> so let's, let's, so he, he drank. He got drunk. He probably worked it off or whatever. And then got drunk again before the game started. Oh, man, 10 a.m. and the game starts at 8 p.m.? Yeah, he probably could have took a nap and everything. Man, that's a rough one. That is a rough one. One more, and then we'll hit the phone lines. How about from 831 Raider? Derek will go down as a quarterback who turned things around for the Raiders. He is our franchise quarterback and always will be. Raiders. That's from 831 Raider. That must be that uh, Salinas area. Salinas Monterey, the 831. Shout out to, I think that's the 831. I think that used to be my old area code. You know, I know, Damon, you're always on those area codes. You're out of that conversation, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, you see, like, <laughs> You're like, no, you're on your own, brother. <laughs> five, five, nine. Hey, that's Fresno. I know. And I did find out yesterday that Chris's meat market still is around. It's a thing still. Chris's meat market, yeah. Shout out to Chris's meat market. Best tacos in the five, five, nine. You ain't lying. 702-365-9200. Now who do we got up next? Raider Mark and Henderson. Raider Mark, what's on your mind, brother? Hey, what's up, Q? Chillin', brother. Demond. Hey, Demond acts like he don't know me, man. You're going to have to do some more push-ups next time I see you, man. I heard yeah. that. Man, dang. Uh, hey, man, the narrative, man. Hey, it's the uh, it's going to be the Steve Young narrative. Carr gets the monkey off his back, takes Raiders to the first playoffs as a quarterback, man. That's going to be the narrative for me. I, I hope so, man. He's, he's got he's got he's to throw for 300 yards, man, uh, four touchdowns. He, he has to have a breakout game. This has got to be his game, man. I, I definitely though. But uh, man, I, I mean, hey, as far as the defense, man, you know how when Herbert those those little short passes, man, I think Ngakwe and uh, Max need to just come up the field and then hold a little bit and try to knock that ball down because uh, they always start up with a little dump pass all the time. They got to be recognized that man because that's what gets uh, uh, Herbert going. So if we can get some knockdowns and stuff, maybe get some turnovers on defense, man. We're going to win this game. We're definitely going to win this game, man. And, and everything that's going on with John Madden, uh, what you guys talked about, that's going to be beautiful, man, at the game, man. And, uh, hey, go Raiders, man. That's all I wanted to say. And I uh, hope to see you guys uh, this weekend, man. All right. Appreciate you, man. Great call. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things to, to look for. And Justin Herbert, he does – you know, he will dump the ball off. And, and I think that that's one thing that the Raiders definitely need to be aware of. Austin Eckler, I think, is going to be a big-time player in this game, running the ball and receiving the ball in the backfield. Uh, but they've got to be aware of that. The one thing I'll say – you know, and, and this is something that I've seen not with just the Raiders, but across the league. A lot of times you'll see guys that they'll go for the tackle, but they'll really go for the ball instead of securing the tackle first. Saw the Raiders do that last week against the Colts. You can't go for the ball and not secure the tackle. Secure the tackle and then let someone else, let your homeboy come and, and go after the ball. Because then if you don't get that ball, next thing you know, the, 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 the runner is, what, 10, 12 yards down the field. I think it's so enticing to try to go for that big play, trying to punch right. it out. Everyone wants to create the turnover. I totally get it. I totally, and I'm with it. You want to create the turnover, but man, you've got to, you've got to get the player down to the to the field, or you got to at least secure the tackle, and then, like I said, let your homeboy come and try to knock it out or finish off the job. That's as simple as that. Uh, we got time for one more call before we take a break. Seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. Who we got up next? Dino in Vegas. Dino, what's up, my man? Yo, this is Dino. What's up, brother? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I, I just wanted to say, you know, this game means a lot, you know, to me particularly, but also, you know, this whole city's hyped, and we're just, you know, grateful to be in this position. And, you know, 
I'm a believer in Carr, and I think he's going to take us, you know, to where we need to go. But honestly, it's a make-or-break game. He has to win tomorrow. I mean, on Sunday or, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel like this is, this is it for him, man. He needs to do it today or next year they're going to probably trade him or get rid of him. Right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for the call. I'll say this. Uh, the conversation will be, I mean, we're talking about the positive side of things that the Raiders go in and get the victory. And the reason we are is because I do believe they're going to win the game. You know, I, if I had the gut feeling that they weren't, I would say I got the gut feeling that they're, they're not going to win. I have a gut feeling that they're going to win the game. So I'm talking about the positive side of things. But look, to Dino's credit, if not, then all of a sudden the narrative is really going to change. You know, then the narrative is going to be this, that, and the other. And we'll have time to talk about that as well, obviously. And who knows how things shake out. You know, we've, we've heard all the positive side of things. There, there are negative effects as well. But, again, I'm going in with this gut feeling that the Raiders are going to win. So that's why I threw the question out there the way that I did. But please believe, if it don't go the right way, there's plenty of time to talk about what's next. Who's next? All that good stuff. 224 is the time. We'll come back. We'll take some more calls and text. Plus, I want to talk about a huge, a huge NFL store and shop and hub that is coming to Las Vegas is going to be at the Caesars Palace. It's got Raider Nation feeling some kind of way. I want to talk about it next. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. What does it mean to be a Raider? What to you, what does it mean to be a Raider? Man, being a Raider is not just being a football player. It's not about the just the jersey or just the just the helmet. It's about a lifestyle. It's about it's about loyalty. It's about doing whatever you have to do to help your brothers, to help your family. That's what it's all about. It's never putting yourself above the shield. That's what being a Raider is all about. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 2.30 is the time. And this Thursday, January 6, 2022. Got this conversation that I have to get out. Got to get this conversation at some point before 3 o'clock. We're going to get this conversation in, I promise you about this incredible NFL hub that's coming to Caesars Palace here in Las Vegas that I'm very excited about, and I feel like I'm in a minority. And that's okay. I don't mind being a minority. I've been in a minority my whole life. I don't mind being that guy. But I, I, I want to explain it because some people, are, I think, are taking it the wrong way or don't really understand the point of it. So I really want to talk about it. But we have some very patient listeners on the Rare Nation listener line right now. So I definitely want to get to you at 702-365-9200. The question I threw out there, what's the narrative going to be behind Derek Carr if he leads the Raiders to the 10th victory Sunday night and a shot at the playoffs? Let's start things off with uh, Rob in Sacramento. What's up? What's on your mind, my man? Hey, what's going on, Q? How are you doing today? Good, man. I'm blessed. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Just out here working almost at the end of the shift. But uh, anyway, I wanted to uh, speak on that memory that you had of the uh, Ravens <laughs> and Raiders game back in uh, 2000, I believe it was. Yeah. The game. Yeah. So, so uh, man, I remember I went to the, that was the first playoff game I went to with uh, me and my dad. Uh, God rest his soul. He passed away in 2014. But um, I remember I was 17 years old. I, I was working at a pizza place. I got off work about 10 o'clock. Came home, Pops was already uh, feeling good. He had had a couple beers. He was ironing up his clothes for the next day for the game. And I said, Dad, what you doing? He's like, man, I'm getting ready for this game. I'm pumped up. I said, man, me too. I've been waiting all day for this for work to get out, to get ready and get ready for this game. So anyways, it was uh, probably around 10 or 11, like I said, when I got home. I, I hopped in the shower, and I, we were both amped up. 
We said, hey, you know what? Why don't we go out there and take a ride? So we got ready. I kid you not, we're out there probably around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Man, it was packed. <laughs> People were lined up at the gate already. So we ended up parking the car, I want to say, at, uh, right off of Hagenberg at one of those uh, yeah. at the motels right off the side of the road. Yep. We parked our car. We walked over there. And, man, it was like a party. Everybody was parked. They were drinking. It was crazy. It was one of the best memories that I've gotten. You, you brought that memory back to mind when uh, when you spoke on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it made me think of what DeMond was saying, that, uh, you know, there was a petition going around to open up the, the, uh, the parking lot a little bit early. That's immediately the first thing I thought of was uh, my mom being on the off-ramp trying to trying to get into the into the parking garage or parking lot, I mean, and uh, just kind of was stuck there right off of 880. Good stuff, my man. I definitely appreciate you. Uh, next up, let's go to Shields Up. What's on your mind? You, how we doing, man? I'm blessed. How are you doing? Good. Thank you, man, for taking my call. And my title is Car Amazes in Breakthrough Game, comma, leads Raiders to the playoffs. Nice. Okay. And Okay. Now, what I'm saying is that I don't think it's going to be that close. Um, statistically, they have very porous defense. And, um, I mean, they got so many holes in there, they might as well call it Swiss cheese. <laughs> So, so I'm going to be quick. That's all i got to say. Let's get some more brothers and sisters out there on the call, call lines and get some positive things going on. And I think it's going to be – they're going to be relaxing on the sidelines. They're nice. gonna, we're going to jump on them, get a quick lead, and the defense is going to, you know, take advantage of it and uh, hold that lead, and, and the game will be over. Nice. That's it. Hey, I like the way you think, man. I like the way you break that down. That's good stuff right there. Shields up said, hey, he don't think it's going to be that close. And you know what? I guarantee you, if it's early, if it's over early, like you can see just the domination, if, if it feels like that Eagle game did. And what I mean by that is it just all of a sudden at a certain point in the game, the Raiders just took control of that game. And you kind of felt it. And you're like, okay, this is a dub. That's a dub. You know what I mean? Like When you say it like that, you know you're feeling good. That's a dub. That's how I started feeling about the game probably around the third quarter. If that's the case, Allegiant Stadium is going to be rocking, and Allegiant Stadium is going to be rolling, and there's going to be a party on the strip. I tell you that right now. I ain't going. (laughs) I got to be to work in the morning. I got things to do. But I promise you, there's going to be a party on the strip. Nah, I don't know, Q. I feel like no, if, I'm no, not if it's going. a good enough win, I'm man, not going. somebody might tempt you. You no, might be like, hey. you're going to do like the, maybe like 10, 20 minutes. No, you know? There's, no 10, tw- <laughs> there's no 10 to 20 minutes on the strip. It takes 10 to 20 minutes to find a place to park. There ain't no, there ain't no, man, I'll tell you, the game, it was the, it was the preseason game against Seattle when my son was here. Right after that was over, he said, what are we going to do now? I said, man, we're about to go to the house. No. <laughs> I said, like, what you want to do? He's like, well, it's your city. You know, he started putting it on me. It's your city. I mean, I'm just in town. I, th- I thought we were going to go out, and I don't know, have a good time after. And I was like, oh, okay, what do you want to do? Well, let's go to the strip. All right, cool. So we went. Man, we walked, and we walked, and we walked up and down the strip, and it was kind of cool, whatever, but it was a preseason game. It wasn't that exciting, you know, so it was, it was whatever. I'm ready to get to the house. Finally, I look at him. I was like, you, are you done? Yeah, man, my legs are tired. I'm tired of walking. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I thought. That's kind of what I thought. And then by that time, I realized how far we had parked away. I'm like, man, I let this boy convince me. And I knew it then. I said, I know what my mom always used to say about me. This damn hustler done hustled hustle me again. <laughs> That's when I knew that I got hustled. Little Q got me. I'm thinking, man, the whole way back to the to the car, I'm thinking in my head, how the hell did I let him convince me to be all the way down here when I know damn well I need to be at the house? Let's go out to ABA Ivan Davis. What's on your mind, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Q? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll be quick. I know you backed up with calls. Uh, the, the narrative 
is going to be finally. And I think with the Derek Carr we're going to get this time with everything on the line and knowing how clutch Derek is. Remember that game where he went out and he just destroyed the Chiefs? Yep. And we whooped it. That's, that's the look you're going to see in Derek Carr. Now, that's the that's the player I think is going to show up. He's probably foaming at the mouth right now <laughs> uh, to get out there. And I think this game is going to be a victory for two reasons. One, I listened to the Locked On Chargers uh, podcast, and they've all but counted this is a victory for them. They they pointed to the Chiefs' uh, blowout, and they were already breaking down a playoff game against the Chiefs. I'm like, I, I couldn't believe I was listening to that. Right, right. Okay. And uh, the other one, it was a little statement that was said at the end of that last game. You know, at the end, before the broadcast ends, they just have a player make like a comment, hey, mom, or something like that. Yeah. One of the players said, that's three in a row, and we're going to win this next game. But it wasn't so much a statement. I had I, I, I looked into his eyes and the focus that was that was in his eyes and, and the hunger that was in his eyes. I said, okay, I remember, now that's the look of a team that's absolutely locked in on, on, on a particular uh, project, okay, or football game. I shouldn't say project, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But football, football game. So that's why I think because the defense is locked in. If Derek Carr messes up, I have no doubt they're going to lock the Chargers down and – you can already tell we just need to get Derek Carr the ball back with two minutes left in the game, and, and, and we'll win the game because he's done it. He's done it enough time, right? Gotcha. To warrant that, right? So uh, that, that, that's all I have to say, man. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for being part of the show. And uh, yeah, man, that's the thing. When when he, if there's only two minutes left in the game and he's got the ball back and they're within striker range, I feel very confident that he's going to go get it done. Appreciate that. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Talk to our guy, Big Deuce, Big Deuce Raider. What's up, my man? Hey, what's up, Q? Thanks for taking my call. For sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. My narrative for uh, Carr is going to be Carr climbs the stairway to heaven, leads the Raiders to the promised land. Okay. Okay, I um, like that. But these fools need to come out with, <laughs> with fighting with the eye of the tiger, man, mm-hmm. beating up the Chargers like the side of beef because I, I need to have Sean Merriman shut up. I can't stand <laughs> that roid head. He, he tried to clown clown us with a picture of a Roomba next to our stadium that a Raider fan was talking about. That's how much of an idiot that cat is, man. I just hope they come out here, beat the socks off of them, and let's move on to the next one. Let's go Raiders. Peace out. Love y'all. I appreciate the call, my man. Good stuff like that. And, hey, if they go out there with that, uh, you know, that sense of urgency and that, uh, you know, hair on fire approach, you never know what can can shake out. Uh, You know, if Darren Waller is back, that's going to be obviously big for the offense. I think the defense is definitely going to hold their own because they've done it all year. They're definitely going to hold their own. I just want to see if the offense can get clicking early, and if they can, like they did last week. You know, they go out and go all the way down the field, score a touchdown immediately, but then they, they just couldn't consistently do it. If they can do it consistently for a couple drives in a row, then they'll be on to something. Then they'll be doing, like I like to say, cooking with grease. So, uh, yeah, th- if that's the case, it could end up being one of those games. But I'm not going to talk about it being a blowout because I-, I just don't think that there's any kind of blowout in a game that's going to be a- an elimination game. I just don't think. I think this game is going to go down to the wire. I think it's going to be a lot of scratching and clawing and all that good stuff. But, you know, again, my gut feeling just tells me the Raiders come out on top. And on Monday, we're talking about a playoff bound silver and black. I mean, just simple as that. Uh, let's go out to uh, Passionate Raider. What's on your mind, my man? Welcome to the show. Man, what's up, Q? What's up, Demond? Chilling. Hey, Demond, I got one question for you, real quick. Uh oh. What do we? What, if something happens, say, 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 we come to something, and we got to play the Titans, man. What are we going to do with you, man? You're going to be the most hated man in Vegas. 
What are we gonna do? You could you can never what? hate Demond. You can I never mean, hate Demond. I mean, what do you mean? What are we gonna do? We gonna? <laughs> I've been thinking about that. I've been wanting to ask you. I'm like, man, he's a Titans fan. If it comes down to we gotta play the Titans, man, Demond's gonna be in a hot seat answering that phone all day long, man. <laughs> well, first like, off, man. you know you got to look at the opponent ahead of you because you know the Titans gonna have that first round bye. So then, you know, the Raiders would need to win a playoff game before that even happens. Well, well, yeah. Don't hey, you know, don't, don't, hey, hey, look, well, don't, you either. You either. Because you ain't, you ain't got it yet. You ain't got it yet. Hey, and hey, Q already called it, man. I, I know it, Q. I can feel it, man. I, you know, when we're, you know, you're a Raider fan for life. You know, you get that feeling when we're going to win, man. And I just, this house is going to be packed, Q. I'm going to be in the house. I get to be out there. I'm going to be out there Saturday night, be all there Sunday morning, man. I want to come up, meet you, shake your hand. Get a flick with you, man. Love what you do. I, I don't know. I've been sitting here trying to think what, what the narrative, what we're going to say Monday morning. I, I mean, man, just win, baby. Because that's what Carr's going to say in the, on the camera when he's walking off. Just win, baby. Right. I think it's going to I think it's gonna be a smackdown cue. I think it's going to be a victory formation game. We walk off the style. I don't think it's going to be close. I think Max and that defense is going to feast with us in the crowd louder than hell. There's no way Herbert – is going to come in here and be able to do nothing. We put that defense on there. Car drops that ball where he needs to drop it. Let's walk out of this place and have a victory. This one's for Madden, man. Let's keep it rolling. Let's hope next week we're talking about the next opponent. I feel it. I feel it, Q. I feel it, man. Thanks for what you do to you guys on Sunday. I can't wait, man. It's a dream come true right now, man. I I, I still can't believe it, man. This is it, it couldn't get here quick enough, man. So, right. No doubt, no doubt. Good stuff, my man. And, uh, yeah, and I know there's going to be a, a, a house full of folks that are just excited and fired up uh, for this game just like you are. And I'll tell you, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I do believe this is a real opportunity for Raider Nation to show out. I always say don't just go to the game and watch it and enjoy the game. Affect the game. Be a part of the game. You know, get loud. Uh, I've seen a lot of people talk about be quiet on offense and loud on defense. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I think that that's that's pretty much known by now. But I mean, this is an opportunity, Rare Nation, that if you want to be heard, you can be heard on Sunday. You really, really can. I mean, make that environment as raucous as you can in a you know not a violent type way. Please don't take my words and 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 use them too much. I mean, just yelling and screaming is great. That's that's all you need to do. Just be loud and be proud. And make it happen. Thank you so much for the calls. I do appreciate it. Two forty-two is the time. When we come back, you know, are we gonna? Do we want to get call number nine right now? You want me to get call number nine right now? No, not right now. Okay, we'll wait. We have the ultimate Raider hookup. I'm gonna get matter of fact two folks during the show today uh, in to win that package that includes tickets to the game on Sunday, uh, passes to the field to, to the win club, and also a, a Mad Max Crosby autographed jersey. I'm gonna make sure that that happens before the show's over. I'm gonna get two different people register for that, and tomorrow the winner will be announced. So uh, just know that that is on the way. But uh, when we come back, I do want to talk about this massive hub that is coming to Las Vegas. I said it's going to happen before 3 o'clock. We're going to have that conversation. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it next here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. 2.47 is the time. Just got a few minutes left in hour number one of the show coming up at 3 o'clock. We'll have Cody Benjamin, CBSSports.com, talking all things NFL. Got a lot to get to when it comes to him. Got a couple more callers that I want to get in, squeeze in before the hour's up. But I really 
have to get into this conversation about what's coming here to Las Vegas in a matter of days. So let's hit the phone lines real quick. Talk to our guy, Jason, right here in Vegas. What's on your mind, Jason? What up, Q? What up, Damon? How's it going, guys? Killing, man. Blessed. I, uh, so I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited. Dude. I can't wait for this game. And, uh, we, we, obvi- we, we couldn't get tickets, the whole family. We didn't get tickets. So we actually got an extra spot in Lot H. That's where we tailgate at. So anybody that's on the radio, anybody that's listening, come on into Lot H, you know, get some, uh, with some bourbon, you know, get a little, get a little food on. We, you know, we do the whole nine yards. But, uh, and then, uh, you know, Saturday, man, can't wait for the rock star, dude. I'm hoping that everybody that's on here is packing it up. I heard, uh, someone on J, uh, on JT's call earlier talking about, oh, they didn't know what was going on Saturday night. I know there's the, th- the throwback, uh, the black hole party, but you got to come to Rockstar first, man. That's where the nation meets up for Radio Nation Radio. Um, but to be honest with the, uh, with the, the headline, man, uh, I don't really care what the headline says as long as it says that Raiders win. That's <laughs> all I care about this weekend. I don't care how they win. I don't care if we win from, from, one point, two points, ten points, a million points. It doesn't matter to me. We need this to win, get this city living live, living good, show the world that Las Vegas Raiders, there ain't no joke to be messing with, and uh, let's, let's, let's get it going, guys. You know, everybody coming in town, you know, can't wait to meet everybody. Can't wait to see y'all, you know. Uh, we'll be in Lot H from the time they open it up. You know, we'll, we'll travel around a lot, Jay, see everybody else in the Black Hill area, but... Uh, Y'all coming down, come give me a visit. We'll be in the red uh, red minivan with the USC and the Raiders flag, man. Give me a holler. All right, there it is. Good stuff. Jason right here in uh, Vegas. And, uh, yeah, man, the excitement level is going to be there. And I like what you said. I don't even care what the narrative is as long as it's the Raiders won the game. Let's go to our guy, uh, Nat, right here in Henderson. What's on your mind, my man? How, welcome to the show. Hey, listen, man. I love listening to you guys, Q and DeMond. This is some awesome talk, man. So just real quick, man. My wife and I are season ticket holders, but the story simply was when we first sat down for these tickets and saw those prices, mm-hmm. I guarantee you my butt got tight, man. So <laughs> I know that's right. I, mean, I know that's I mean, right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but here's the deal. I've been a season ticket holder and, and for Redskins, and don't hate on me, I was a season ticket holder for the Chargers when LT was there. But, man, I am so excited to be a season ticket for the Raiders. And I remember when we got those prices for those tickets, I said to myself, man, this is going to be a hard sell for my wife, man. I got to I, – I, I said to the woman, I said, look, could, could you excuse us a moment? She goes in the back. We're sitting there. We already got what the prices are going to be for the tickets and the PSL. My wife leans over and looks me square in the eye, and she says, we're buying these tickets. I almost jumped clean up out the chair, man. I was like, this is crazy. This woman is ready for us to put out this kind of dough for these tickets. This was back in, like, 2018, I think. And, man, she is a stone-cold Raider fan. We are so on board for this game. And I'll close out by saying this. One of my favorite movies, because years ago I went through some tough times, one of my favorite movies is Cinderella Man. And to me... Carr is in the 12th round of Cinderella Man, and Braddock knocked the crap out of Max Bear, and that's what we're going to do to the Chargers on Sunday. I'm out. Go Raiders! Nice. I love it. Great call. Nat and Henderson, I love the story about buying the tickets. That's awesome. You know why? Because all I'm thinking while you're saying that, no joke, I'm not trying to make it about me, but I'm picturing myself trying to sell the wife on something. 
Like, wife, we can really afford this. And she looks at me because my wife is cheap. Now, let's just be honest. She is about as cheap as it comes. She don't want to spend a dime on anything. She tried to she tried to haggle the FedEx guy one time. We were going to send something to my son, right? We were in Texas, and she was gonna, we were going to send something to him in Fresno. And we got to the front of the line at FedEx, and the lady said, oh, it'll be $63. And she said, I don't want to pay $63. And I looked at her, I go, wife, it ain't no option. There ain't option A, B, or C. That's just the price. Well, I don't want to do that. Can we, do, can we work out something else? So we didn't do it. We worked out something else. We delivered it our damn self. We took the damn thing on the plane with us, and then we gave it to them in person, which actually worked out better. But still, she just said, I don't, you know, she gave that look, too, like, like she had cursed her or something. I was like, how are you going to get mad at the lady? Like, that's the, that's the price of shipping. There's, it's, not, it's not, you can't really haggle that, but she wasn't having it. So I understand that where you're coming from, that you just know that that's going to be a tough sell to the wife. And when the wife decided that she was on board with it, man, come on. That's awesome. That's a win right there. I can I could appreciate that, no doubt about it. Before I go any further, I do want to tell you real quick, there's this awesome, I think it's awesome. I know everyone has their own opinion, but there's this awesome NFL hub. They sent out a, a, a presser about it the other day. The NFL and Legends are going to open up NFL Las Vegas, presented by Visa Store, at the Forum Shops at Caesars Palace. This thing is like 8,000 square feet of NFL. I think it's great. I think it is fantastic because there's more things like this that, that continue to develop and, and come around, the more people are going to be excited about it. And the more that you can even get NFL, there's going to be so many NFL activities coming to this city. I think it's great. But a lot of fans, a lot of Raider Nation saw it as, oh, great. Now you're just going to encourage uh, other fans to come here, buy a jersey, and then go to the game. Trust me when I say this. Nine times out of ten, if someone's coming from, say, Kansas City or L.A. or Denver to a Raider game at Allegiant Stadium, they probably already have their jersey. Now, they might buy another one, but they probably already have jerseys. Believe me, they're not going to all of a sudden be down in Caesars Palace, of all places, and say, oh, wait, hold on, I'm going to the game on Sunday. Let me go down to Caesars Palace and get me a jersey for the game. That's not, that's not what they're going to do. They're just doing this because NFL is global, it's international, and oh, by the way, the Las Vegas Strip is a tourist attraction. It's not like, okay, hey, if you need a jersey, that's where you need to go. It's, it's not, I saw so many people talking about, oh, that's just a shot at Mark Davis and the Raiders. No, it's not. It is not. It, it, it's something that I know change is different, and everyone doesn't like change. I'm included in that. I don't like change all the time. I get it. But sometimes you just have to realize this is not a shot at the Raiders. This is just the NFL growing its brand in Las Vegas. And for those of you that don't know, Caesars Palace, that the walking around the shop, that's an experience of itself. Right. Everything that they have in there. You know how easy it is for the NFL to just like somebody's going to be walking? Oh, they have an NFL store in here too? Cool. I'll, I'll just check cool it out. Around. Exactly. Right. So somebody somebody hit me because I was having a couple back and forth conversations trying to explain it in the best way I can. And they said, well, you know, you don't, you don't see the Raider image in Chicago. And I say, okay, I get it. It's not the Raider image. We're not talking about the Raider. There's Raider images all over Las Vegas, all over Henderson, all over Nevada. Raider images are everywhere. But no, they're not in Chicago. They're not. But I do see New York, New York downtown, and we're nowhere near the East Coast. You know what I mean? I mean, there's the Venetian, and we're not in Venice. You know what I mean? Like, it's just because you don't think that it's supposed to belong doesn't mean that it doesn't. It's just a big massive NFL store where you can go and enjoy it and just check it out. There's going to be so, so minded. And it's not just a, a jersey store. It's not just a t-shirt store. I mean, that's the thing. It is massive, just NFL hub. 
That's what it's going to be. And there's probably others that are going to pop up in other areas, like L.A., when they put up their big massive mall and living area. Probably. But this is a tourist attraction, meaning somebody who may be, hell, they may be from overseas for all we know, happen to be walking down the strip because that's what people do and go into And like you said, the whole shopping experience is massive. It's absolutely massive. And say, oh, there's a great NFL shop. Let me go check it out. That's what it's about. It's not about the guy that's trying to run to the store real quick and pick up a jersey for the game on Sunday. They ain't going there. That's going to be like great for Christmas shopping. Oh, your co-worker is a a Jets fan? Let me get him a keychain real quick. Exactly. Let me go get him something, even something historic, NFL legend-like. You know, something Curtis Martin. or You know what I mean? Stuff like that. That's what it's all about. It's not... Everything is not a shot at the Raiders. And I think that a lot of people don't, they see it initially and they read the headline and they think, oh, there it is. The NFL is trying to stick it to the Raiders again. It's not. It's not the case. And again, I, I get it. Change is different. A lot of people don't like change. People don't like to see other things going on. That's just what it is. But it's going to be just another tip of the cap to Las Vegas. By the way, it was just, uh, it's just been tweeted out. That Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas is going to host the college football playoff national championship game January 2025. How awesome is that? The national championship game between Alabama and Georgia. And hell, Alabama will still probably be in the game by 2025. (laughs) That's coming up on Monday. How awesome would it be to have the national championship game at Allegiant Stadium? Just like the Las Vegas Bowl was at Allegiant Stadium. There's going to be more. Just like the Pro Bowl is going to be at Allegiant Stadium. Just like the Super Bowl is going to be at Allegiant Stadium. It's just awesome to know how much is going to come to this city and it's going to continue to grow. And it's all in the Raiders' backyard. Doesn't necessarily mean it has to do with the Raiders. 2.57 is the time when we come back. Cody Benjamin, CBSSports.com. He'll join the show. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920.